Yes, yes, you're, we're live. We're live, T. We're live. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Okay, I'm going to get into particulars. We've got a lot of particulars. We've got a lot of sports to talk about. Yo, y'all, we are Old Men and Sweats. I'm Barry D, and it's my buddy here, Tommy T. Yo, everybody. Is that, is that you over there? Yeah, yeah, it's no, you over there. Way. Yeah, that way. And and this is our program. And, and so now I'm going to do my little slate. I got to do the slate. <laughs> action, action, action. I'm going quick. I've got a lot of stuff because we have a lot to talk about. Okay. This program is brought to you by our Cajun Brothers at Book Crew Media and Hornitos Tequila. Here's to the shot takers. The ones like us believe nothing great ever happens if you don't take a chance because that's a shot worth taking. So, T's got his shot. I got mine. Can I, if I do that, will it hit your glass? Push, push okay, it. Salute, salute. Salute, buddy. Salute. Salute. Got that. Now, we also have actually a new sponsor. And this is, like, fantastic for us because this is going to pipe into our Costanza cash pick section. I mean, me and you, you know, we're awesome on these picks. We're all over it. We've been all over the NFL, and now we're going to we're gonna get all over the NBA because we love the association. So here you go. i got to do a little copy here. Okay. Our, our, our proud sponsor, DraftKings. We appreciate their, them sponsoring us and presenting us. The NBA is back, and at DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA, the key to victory is a strong starting five. For us, it's a strong starting two. The customers can bet just $5 on any NBA team to win their game, and if they do, you win $200 in free bets, which seems like an unbelievable deal. So they say here, why not make your roster Washington, 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 and oh yeah, Washington. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, me and you would be Lakers, 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 Lakers. DraftKings Sportbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. I love parlays. I'm Mr. Parlay. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code right there, O-M-I-S. And it happens to be all capital letters like older people do on computers. They hit the cap lock button. And it's so it's promo code O-M-I-S, all capital letters. Just $5 on any NBA team to win their game and win $200 in free bets. If they if they win, you win with promo code O-M-I-S. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an authorized sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See details at DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. How was that, T? That was excellent, Barry D. Great great work. Your um, $5, start with a $5 deposit and a $1 play. That's a fantastic deal. You know what that reminded me of? That was like a cold reading with the papers during, you know, me and you used to go to acting auditions all the time. It's like a cold reading with, with all the papers in front of us. And remember what we were told in acting school that you never l- remove the paper, even if on your fourth callback? Yeah, you don't want to be off book. You don't ever want to be off book. So even though, even though you ha- have everything memorized, you still keep the papers in front of you 
just so you know you give the impression that there's room to move room to grow with yeah the right and you know so that was a great so again we're, we're, we're proud to be sponsored by Bucru Media, Hornitos, and DraftKings. And one of the things that was mentioned here, which I have to say this because a lot of girls have said this to me before, it's I'm safe, secure, and reliable. Girls yeah. always say that, but safe, secure, and reliable. I love that. I love those lines. Okay, that's I'm going to keep using those as I continue on. So all you sweaties out there that are watching us now live during the show, remember, watch the replay for, you know tomorrow. And 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 to like and subscribe to us, please, because we need we need the admiration. So let's get right into the sweaty hit list. T, we got a lot to go out for. Let's go to the Raider wrap up. We got a lot to talk about. Let's talk about Raiders last week, this week, blah blah blah. Go. Yeah. Hit so it. the Raiders, the Raiders had like probably one of the worst weeks that a, that an NFL team could have the previous week before that Denver game. And what do they do? You know, of course, they go into Mile High Stadium, and by halftime, they're up twenty-four to seven. So. And they cruised to a 34 to 24 victory, and they dominated that game. They dominated. They jumped on them. Uh, you know, Derek Carr had two long touchdown passes to Henry Ruggs and uh, to Drake Kenyon Drake, and you know, Denver scored a couple late TDs that didn't matter. So the Raiders, the Raiders basically played their best full game of the year. They beat the Ravens in game one. Mm -hmm. Right, they barely beat Miami in the second home game. They beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh. I mean, they've played a pretty tough schedule so far, and they're four and two. So I don't know how they did it, buddy. You remember I said here last week I can't see the Raiders going out there and putting in a good performance because there were so many distractions, and it was, you know, it, they weren't even talking about football the entire week. They had that new coach, Rich Basaccia who was uh, elevated from special teams coach. He was elevated to the head coach. And, God, that guy looks like he's down the street. He looks like he's from our neighborhood. I mean, he looks he like he's – He, he looks, looks like, like a fellow, a fellow like Italian. Italian Dominic Street. In as Rome. I'm eating homemade lasagna. Well, I, I know Basaccio would like some. Mm, you you see this guy interviewed? This, this guy's never been a head coach. He's been an assistant coach for 30 years. He's bounced around the NFL. He – he gets elevated because remember last week I told you they didn't want to disrupt the um, the offensive coordinator Greg Olson. They didn't want to leave him Makes in place. Sense. They didn't want to disrupt the de defensive coordinator who's uh, Gus Bradley, who who was a head coach with Jacksonville for a few years. They didn't want to disrupt those the two you know the, those two sides of the ball, so they elevated the special teams coordinator, and he's like the perfect guy. He's just so no nonsense. It, it's almost like you know you're hanging out with him at the Savoy. <laughs> Which for you people that don't know the Savoy, it's an old school Italian restaurant over 100 years old where yeah. Tommy and I grew up. I'm going to put a little more light on me. But I really like, I don't want to um, ignore Dustin Paul. Michelle, is, Michelle. Sony, is that Sony Michelle's brother? It might it's be Sony Michelle's brother. I don't want to ignore Michel. him. I'm going to take his question off right now, but I want to let him know we appreciate his question. And, and, and the shout-out, and we're going to talk about the Dodgers. So I want him to stick around because we're going to – in our Dodger dogs, and we're going to talk about the Dodgers. I don't want to give anything away right now. You know, like I don't want to – you know. The Dodgers are are in trouble, Dustin Paul. Everybody's got three names. That The, the only way you contact us is if you have three names. Yeah, I think – yeah, Paul, it's, it's, it's interesting. Mitchell. Yeah. So anyway, but the Raiders, so so they're you know they did they played really well against the Broncos last week. I was I was surprised. They must have been inspired by the coach and trying to move forward, you know, without Gruden. And I thought it was awesome. And this week, I really think they're gonna um they're gonna take the Eagles too. I don't see a problem. Well, they should. There shouldn't be a letdown. But the other thing is, I they played like it was almost a relief to get to the field. It was almost yeah. like like once the game started, 
they didn't have to answer any more questions about, you know, their coach and all that he said and all that he did. And, you know, they didn't have to answer any questions about how it was going, going to affect them. So it was almost like once the game started, it was just like, oh, we just get to play the game. That's all we want yeah. to do anyway. Yeah. And so they go out there and they crush them. And come on, that was a huge game for them. And that was a tough game to play after all that Gruden stuff. It was a really tough game to play any kind of game yeah. in your division. And, it kept and, they, and they played really place. well. That, that division is such a good division. So the, the Chargers, they got crushed by Baltimore. Unbelievable. That was, that was, that's, how I, that's how I thought the Raiders were going to play. The Chargers lost like 38-6 to six or whatever it was. So, so the Chargers get crushed. Kansas City wins. So now the Raiders and the Chargers are both 4-2, and two, and Kansas City and the Broncos are 3-3. Three and three. So that, that division is going to go down to the last two weekends of the season. That's, that's a great division. It's unbelievable, that division. So what do you think about the matchup against the Eagles? The game's in Las Vegas. I think it's going to be really good. There's going to be a lot of energy, I think, coming off that win and just like a fresh start, you know, the, the, that home game. And, and and I don't see the Eagles beating them. I think they're going to roll. No, the Eagles, I mean, the Eagles are not one of the better teams. They got that young quarterback, Hurts, who he's uh, kind of inconsistent. He can make a lot of plays because he's so experienced. Jalen Hurts is one of those guys that I always say he came into the NFL experience because a lot of quarterbacks – you know, like the, the 49ers drafted Trey Lance they, from, from North Dakota State. He played 16 games or 15 games in his entire college career. You know, the, 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 a lot of these guys, they don't play a lot. Tua Tungavailoa didn't play a lot for Alabama. He played one and it look, And it looks like he's on his way out already. Yeah, because, because, you know, when you get these quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts, he was a three-year starter at Alabama before Tungavailoa beat him out. And then he goes to Oklahoma and he plays the entire year Oklahoma. So they got an experienced guy, even though he's still in, I, what is this, is like his 10th start or something yeah. in, in the NFL. He's got some experience. He's inconsistent. Like what, what you see is what he's going to be. People keep thinking that there's going to be some changes and some growth or development. I think that the way Hertz looks now is how he's always going to look. He makes a lot of plays. He can run, but he bails in the pocket quickly. So the Raiders, the Raiders have to flush him out and get him running quickly. They can do that. They got the defensive line to do that. Oh yeah, definitely. So, so the Raiders will have to, they'll have to control this game with their defensive line. Yeah. So let me, so are you, are you saying it's better are you on the bandwagon? It's better for these guys to stay in school longer, play more games, get more experience. Like just like we talk about that with the NBA too, but we're talking NFL right now. Yeah, in the NFL, a quarterback isn't going to come out of school. You know, they'll come out after their junior year, which junior, that yeah. Lawrence did, Trevor Lawrence did, right? They'll come out after their junior year. But you, you know, you want like when the Giants drafted Daniel Jones, who struggled in the NFL. The one thing I liked about him, he was almost a four-year starter at Duke, mm -hmm. and and he had that coach, um, David Cutcliffe. Who's uh you know he's he's famous for coaching Peyton Manning at Tennessee. He was a he was a quarterback coach, and then he was the head coach of Eli Manning at Ole Miss. So when so when uh, Daniel Jones came into the NFL, he came in with a ton of experience. So I, I didn't hate that pick. He was the kind of guy that you could start early, but he's had nothing around him. So he's looked terrible. This last game against the Rams, they got destroyed, thirty-eight to eleven. But if you look at their team. They're missing three wide receivers. They're missing Galladay, Slayton. They're missing uh, Shepard. And then they're missing Tony left in the game. They're new. They're missing four receivers. They're missing their star tailback, their star left tackle. They had nothing. So, of course, he's going to look bad. He's, he's going to look terrible. He had no offense around him. But I so, thought that he was experienced. I thought he could handle it better than some of the other guys. 
Mm -hmm. So let me let me ask you, you know, since we're, we're this is our first show doing DraftKings, you know, and, and, and please go download the DraftKings app and use the promo code OMIS, all capital letters like old people do. Do you want to um, just do a prediction quickly here and we'll move the Dodger dog on with the Raiders Eagles? Yeah, the Raiders are going to win that game. It's, it's going to be a high-scoring game, but the Raiders are going to win that game. They're going to like 30 to 27, 31, 28, something in that area. Both so you'll take the Raiders minus three. Yeah. All day. Yeah, that, and so you'll really then it's a pick'em game because the home team yeah. gives up three points anyway. That's weird. That 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 tells me something. That tells me that that you know the odds makers are expecting the Raiders to take have a little bit of a letdown. You know, one yeah. thing I learned about Philadelphia, though, I was reading some stats on Dar Darius Slay, their cornerback, mm -hmm. who's not he's not getting the, the pub that the Cowboys cornerback Trayvon Diggs is getting because Diggs oh, has seven interceptions. But Darius Slay's played six games and he's given up one or two catches a game like he's shutting people down. So if they put him on rugs, if they put him on the Raiders, number one receiver, he should basically take him out of the game. Yeah, but that's going to give Waller more room. You would think – I think Waller should have a big game. I think the Raiders are going to score, but that, that three points is weird. And the, and the little the little water bug, Renfro, yeah, he'll be like open him. too. You like him. He's good. I call him a little water bug. That guy. I love that guy. I love that yeah. guy. So I'm with you. I'm going to – you know, I usually go money line on games, but I'll lay the three points with the Raiders, and I'll take the over 49. Yeah. It's gonna be I, mean, I mean, why not? So that's going to be – that's our actually our first official – DraftKings selections, old men and sweats. We're going to take the Raiders minus the three and the and the over forty nine. Am I echoing? No. Okay. All right. All right. So so now let's move on because I I don't want the three the, the you know Dustin Paul Michelle Sony Michelle's um um grandfather to um to get mad at us. And so I want to move right to the Dodger dog because the game's tonight. What time's the game? Eight oh eight Eastern time. Yeah. The game's in Atlanta. So I want to put his question back up. And let's no, address this. Let's the go. last game in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go right to he wants to know what the Dodgers going to do. Yeah, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. They, they pulled out game three at home. Um, they were down two to oh. They lost. They lost two tough games in Atlanta. Both games Atlanta won in their last at bat. The Dodgers could have won those games, could have won one of those games. So they came down 2-0. And then, of course, in game three, they're down five to two in the eighth inning. They're, they're just not playing well. They're, they seem drained. And then Bellinger had a three-run homer, and Mookie Betts drove in a run, so they pulled out game three. But last night, they had Urias, right? The pitcher yeah. won 20 games. He was, he was terrible. He, was, he had his worst game of the year. He gave up five runs. He pitched five innings. They should have yanked him after the second inning, but I guess they couldn't. I don't know why he didn't. And they got crushed nine to two. They got demoralized last they, night. I don't even know why he didn't pull them. Like, and remember, I had this discussion with you last week that that one girl, that good girl, the analyst on Jessica, um, Jessica Mendoza. Yeah, and she said that he'll get hit if he throws too many fastballs. And the game he won, he didn't. He didn't throw as many fastballs. But last night, yeah, he yeah. got hammered on fastballs. And you know, and maybe it was only one run homers. But before you know it. It's over anyway, and I would have pulled them, too. Them. They hit three solo homers back-to-back -back in the one inning. Then Freddie Freeman crushed one in the next inning. Yeah, yeah no, he was he was relying on his fastball too much. He couldn't – His but the guy who was calling the game, Ron Darling and Jeff Rancor, Ron Darling was saying that his curveball had no bite. It had no movement. It just – he wasn't snapping his curveball off. It was – like they call it, it – it tumbles. When your curveball's not sharp, it tumbles, and uh -huh. they were they crushed it. That guy Rosario killed his curveball. 
You know, well, didn't and, um, he pitch like three times in ten games or less? Yeah, 10 days or less or he something. Just, he, just, he just had a bad game, and they desperately needed him to go six or seven innings. But also, they now they lost Justin Turner. They lost their third oh, baseman. He's got. He's out. They're, they lost their first baseman. They seem like a drained team. I don't know. I I I'd be surprised if they win tonight. I'm I'm not confident with them. You know, they could they could maybe like make one last stand. It's a home game. They're great at home, so they might pull tonight's game out. But they got to go back to Atlanta for the next two. If there is going to be two more games, yeah, they're 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 like you know they're like a they're like a burnt old school Farmer John Dodger dog. You know, yeah. the, the, the far, Farmer John doesn't even do the hot dogs anymore at Dodger Stadium, the nice long Dodger. They're like a burnt dog. But the only silver lining here is even though Turner's out, is, you know, they still got bats in that lineup, and, and Kelly's pitching. And that guy is pretty good. So Who, Kelly's pitching? pitching. Kenley? Kelly. Kelly. Oh, yeah, but he's only going to pitch one or two innings, though. He's yeah, but for him, yeah. he's going to start, and then yeah. they're going to keep going and stuff. I like him. Well, maybe they would pitch him more than two if he's hot. Why they not have to? You're right. They might have to. I think, but I think they're going against Freed. They're going against uh, Atlanta's ace, though, right? Yeah, so they are. they're going against yeah. their best pitcher. Uh, you know, Bellinger hit 165 this year. He had the worst year you could imagine. I've never seen a guy who won the MVP come back a couple years later and hit 160. It's ridiculous. But in the playoffs, he's back to normal. He's hitting the he's hitting the ball hard. Well, so, the weird you know, thing, yeah. a big game from Bellinger would help today. I don't I don't count them out. I never count the Dodgers out. So DPM, we're gonna call him DPM. DPM's like, you know, we appreciate you watching the show. We appreciate your question. We appreciate the BK uh, M family, and you know. So what you know? I know, I know a lot of people down in, in the South, in the dirty South, are gonna. You know, they they want the Braves. You know, I get it. Tommy and I, our only connection in our love of the Braves is way back when Mark Lemke played for the Atlanta Braves, who's from upstate New York, where we grew up. And you respect that guy because that guy was basically he wasn't even a first team all league in high school. That dude, and then he comes out and he was like Mr. Postseason for the Braves. But I still I'm not going Whitesboro High. The Whitesboro High School. The funny thing is the Braves would play the Pirates in the playoffs back then in the early 90s because the Pirates were great. Yep. And, you know, I remember one of the sports writers said, I don't know why, I don't know what's going on, but every year Barry Bonds turns into Mark Lemke and Mark Lemke turns into Barry Bonds. Like Mark <laughs> Lemke had 400 in the playoffs. And Barry Bonds was hitting like 180. They, they used to say that they did like a body switch, you know. And the funny thing was, who was the other upstate New York guy playing in that series? For the for the Pirates in the oh Andy Van Slyke for the Andy Van Slyke. Oh yeah, that was a that was an incredible series back then. Yeah, and wow. Andy, Andy Van Slyke was a great player. And Andy Van Slyke, I was um I played soccer, and I knew Andy Van Slyke through Jimmy Wolf, who played football, and also the soccer guys at New Hartford High School. Andy Van Slyke's dad was the was the principal there. And um, and we would go out like to bars. Like back then, the drinking age was eighteen, but they'd let you in at ten. And um, and Andy Van Slyke would go to the bars. Everybody knew him, and we'd go with him. And, and even back then, he had the nickname Slick. Even back then, he was known as Slick. The reason they let you in young back then is because in, in those days, like remember there were guys in our school like Leon Borman who had like a full beard. He had like a five o'clock shadow. He was thirteen. Yeah, yeah, remember, remember guys? Remember, yeah, he would shave. In the lock in, in the locker room after gym class after PE class, he had a five o'clock yeah, shadow by by seventh grade or something. 
No, you're amazing. So I'm going to shock everybody. Here's going to be my second. Let me eat my lasagna here. This is going to be my second DraftKings pick. And please go download the DraftKings app. Use the code OMIS. Make sure the cap lock button's on like old people. And this is going to be a shocker because I can't pick the Dirty South. I can't pick the Braves no matter what. I love the Dodgers. And this is weird, too. The reason I'm going to pick them, because right now, the Dodgers are minus 135. Yeah. Okay, so are you kidding me? It's, 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 they played yesterday. They're playing today. You would think the Dodgers without Turner, it's like over. So why are they minus 135? It's interesting. Well, because they're because their record at home, they were I think they were 58, 58 and 23 at home or something. Yeah, they were they were 58 and 23 at home this year. Their home record was ridiculous. Yeah, but this game's in Atlanta. No, tonight they're in Dodger Stadium. That's the last game in Dodger Stadium. Why did I think it was in Atlanta? Yeah, it they played three in Dodger Stadium. Yeah, I forgot. That's um, and then they'd have to go to the last two. Yeah, so if they win tonight, well, the other thing is, you know, they're down three to one to Atlanta. Last year they were down three to one to Atlanta, but they won three straight. All right, so, so this is easy. Can they do it again? I, I made a mistake. I was looking at a different playoff format thing in my head. Again, there's so many different playoff formats in my head that I get confused. But okay, it still doesn't matter. Now I even like it more. So I'm going to go later 135, take the Dodgers, and I'm going to go over seven and a half. Yeah, so that's why they're favored because they're still home, even though they're so down. They should be. They should be minus two fifty. They should be minus three hundred. It's crazy. That was normal. Like that game's too early for people in LA. Well, playoff, but they're used to playoff starts. The playoffs always start at eight o'clock. They're used to that in LA because they have to in the playoffs and World Series. They can't start it at seven o'clock or six o'clock because then then it's too late in the East Coast. So but they're used to that. People in LA, they take forever to get there, even if they didn't work all day or they work remotely at home or at the beach laying out. They take forever to get to a game. They like you remember the the old Forum, the Lakers. They they get there in the second quarter. I don't oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, no, the first, the first, it's still like that. The beginning of the game is, is you know, it's not full. It's only like 65, 75% full. By the third inning, it fills up. And then if they're playing badly, then by the seventh inning, it empties out again. Some well, that game's going to go innings. off. That game's going off in like less than 10 minutes. I hope those people yeah. in LA left like two hours ago to get off the 101 freeway or the, or the five to the 101 to the, to the 405, you know. And remember in LA too, I always say this. People like when I talk to people, I tell them I lived in California and I say, well, you know, the 405, the 101, they go, why are you saying the in front of it? And I go, that's because that's what you say there. Well, remember our mechanic? Remember we remember we lived in West L.A. and our mechanic was in Fullerton. And yeah, yeah. so we had that great mechanic. So we took the, the 405 to the 105 yeah. to the 605 to the 5 yeah. to the 91. To the 91. It was like five freeways. We still- Usually people just say a route number like ninety one. You know, they just say yeah. like ninety one. Okay, so we're are you going to take the Dodgers too? I'm taking the Dodgers. Yeah. So me and you are consens- consensus on our first two DraftKings picks. You got the Raiders minus the points. You got the over. We got the Dodgers minus the one thirty five and the over seven and a half. Yeah. And and now we're going to move on, Tommy. I want Thursday night football. Now what I want to say about this game, we got we've got you know the Browns and the Broncos. But I got to say something before you start because this game is really close to my heart. I mean, this game, you know, you know why? I mean, we got the two Minnesota quarterbacks going to go at it. We got Teddy Bridgewater for the Broncos. We got Case Keenum oh, playing yeah. for Baker Mayfield. And this is game. I'm going to love watching this game because these are the two guys I told the Vikings to keep. 
and get le- and pay less money and then go get some free agents instead of paying Kirk Cousins. And, and and so I'm like, like really Cousins. really excited to watch this game only because of that. Cousins is better than both these guys though. He Cousins stinks. Is, he's good. He, he was great cousins. last game. Did you see the game he played? They won. That was a good game. He's got a good supporting cast. I he mean, does. he's got he's got a he's really a good team around cast. him. Now there is one thing I want to talk about in this game, and it's weather related. I was watching on uh, Michael Irvin and Steve Smith and those guys talk on the NFL Network, and they said the winds are like 25 miles an hour. Yeah, so that you normal that would normally favor Cleveland because they got a great running game, but they're missing their two running backs. I know. It's crazy. Uh, Nick Chubb and, uh, and and Kareem Hunt are both out, and Baker Mayfield's out. Oh my God! Like I don't. And then you know they're they're getting Jarvis Landry back today. That's one good thing. But OBJ is going to play. Who's that? OBJ is going to play well, for OBJ's the Browns. Gonna play. I, I mean, I think that Case Keenum is going to have to. Hey, what's up, Dat? That simple's back. Ah, Dat's back. I think Case, uh, Case Keenum is going to have to like bring back some of that Vikings magic because that one season with the Vikings when he had to pass to uh, Stefan Diggs, you right to upset New Orleans. That was his best year in 10 years in the NFL. He's mostly been a backup or you know when he started he was a terrible. Yeah. So that was a one great season. So he's he, you know he's going to have to play like he did that year for the Vikings. And but Denver's coming in. I still expect Denver to play a good game. I I just Denver surprised me the last two weeks. They played so badly, and I, I, I think that they're still a tough team. I don't know what's going on with them, but I, I expect Denver to go into Cleveland and just battle them to the end today. Not like last week against the Raiders. Huh. They can't play like that. See, I don't know. I, 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 I completely agree with you. Like when I saw the wind, I'm like, God, if they had Chubb or Hunt, they'd yeah. win this game. They just would grind it out. And I'm like, I don't know now. But Keenum, Keenum's the one thing about him. He can manage a game. He always did that with the Vikings. Like he had some, un, you know, some unbelievable plays with the Vikings. But be, remember, he would just like manage a game, a little pass here, a little pass there, run the ball. I mean, so maybe you never know with this guy. Maybe it won't be a miracle in Minneapolis. Maybe tonight will be a miracle mile high. Well, I know they don't call the stadium Mile High anymore, but I'm gonna say maybe it's gonna be a miracle Mile High. Maybe Kasem's gonna come back. This in Cleveland, You're, this is what Mile High. This game's in Cleveland, but it will be for for Denver. It will be a miracle. Okay, okay. so a miracle. Okay. So it's a miracle Mile High at the Dog Pound. The Dog Pound. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. so I, I Denver is uh, but again Cleveland's only favored by one and a half. That's weird. No, wait a minute. Is Cleveland getting points? That can't be. Wait. That can't be. There's no way. There's no way that yeah, be. No, Cleveland, Cleveland minus Cleveland, one and a half. Cleveland's minus one and a half. Yeah. So that, that, that's that, that's basically a pick'em game then, They're, because normally the home team gives up three just to start. Just I know at home. So you really you think the see? I think that game. It's weird. Like why is it only? So part of me thinks that minus one and a half means they're trying to suck you in on Denver. Yeah. Well, the the money's going on Denver. Uh-huh. People think Denver's going to come in. Denver's got that Javante Williams. They got that good young running back. They also mm-hmm. got Melvin Gordon, right? The guy from Wisconsin. Denver's got a good running game. But Teddy's not hundred percent. No, but Teddy, it's Teddy's. I don't know why you like him. Teddy's no good. Well, he's he's always like he's always like not hundred percent. He's always like peanut brittle. That guy. Well, he's the he guy that he hurt in Minnesota. He went back to pass and no one hit him, and he just went down. Exactly, like a, a strong wind. That's why tonight with the wind at twenty five miles an hour plus, the wind might fall, you know just push him over and he'll break a leg. Didn't and he might just be out of that game. Get, 
didn't the Vikings get Sam Bradford after they got rid of Teddy for a minute? Didn't they have Sam Bradford for yeah, a year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible. The, the yeah. Vikings love guys with bad knees. They love quarterbacks with bad knees. They do. They, they don't know what they're doing with the quarterback situation. But this game, so I'm interested because I love the Vikings, and I and I, so I'm going to see this Keenum and Bridgewater matchup. And if they both play well, it's going to make me call Zimmer on the phone and say, you guys are stupid, and the Wilfs, and say, what are you doing? What are you doing? You could have had these two guys. You gave all that money to Cousins. The Vikings are not in bad shape. You're too hard on your team. Yeah, they're, not, you they're three and three. They're not in bad shape at all. I, they, they won a good game last week, and they got a week off, and then they host the Cowboys on Halloween. Yeah, and they can be beat the Cowboys. They could you certainly so? beat the Cowboys. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Let's move on from this game. I like. I'm gonna take Case Keenum minus. I'm going to say Case Keenum money line. I'm going with the Browns money line minus 125 because I'm only laying another 15. Okay, I'm going to lay the 125 on a pick them just in case they only win by one. And then get this. This is a Barry D. Old Menace special. So go again. Go to DraftKings. Download the, the, the app. Use the O-M-I-S, all cap letters like old people, to, to promo code. So I'm going to go Browns money line. And this is something I never do, ever. And and I, I'm going to watch the game, and I'm probably going to have Ajita the whole game. I'm going to go under, under 40. I never bet under. 40? No way. 40. It's 40. I'm going under, which is crazy. I never do that. Yeah. But I saw that low line. That's I go, that's the, that's the lowest over under we're going to see all year long. Exactly. So they're trying. I know people are going to go, no way. I'm going to take over. I'm going to take over. I'm going to take over. I'm going. This is part of the George Costanza philosophy. And we're going to have more George Costanza picks in, in Costanza bets brought to you by DraftKings. But I'm going to right off now, I'm going probably my first and only under of the season. So this is like a lock. This is like a lock. Like, you know, like Leonardo DiCaprio will get another model tomorrow. Hot model. This is like a lock. This is like a lock pick. This okay. is a lock of the century. It's like it's like come on. So what what do you think? I know you're going to go opposite me. I have a feeling. Yeah, I don't I don't like that forty. You know, even if it's a twenty to seventeen game. Yeah, I, I, you know what? That's so low that I I would you know it's so tempting to take the over that I wouldn't bite on that. It's like a oh. setup line. You know, they set the line up. Yeah. They put it at forty, and they're like, okay, come on, come on, bring your money, bring your money to the over. You know, they know something. These teams so, are going to probably just slug it out, right? But So you don't want to go with me? Over. You don't want to come with me on this? No, I, I don't like the over. I'm staying away from I'm, – I'm, I'm staying away from the over. I, I would I would go the under. Yes, I would go with you on this. Yes. Yeah, I would go the under. <laughs> so you'll go under. Do you want to take Cleveland minus one and a half or Denver yeah, plus no, one and a half? I, I like Denver in the under. So you're yeah. going to take the plus one and a half, obviously. Yeah, I'm not a big, I'm not a big Cleveland fan. I don't think Cleveland's as good as everyone thought. They they finished last year strong, but Baker Mayfield, he's been he's been terrible this year again. Even though his numbers aren't terrible, he still doesn't. Well, I don't, I, I don't Baker Mayfield. I don't get him. He's not six feet tall. He's not fast. He's got no elusive. He's not elusive in the, you know, in the backfield, and he doesn't have a strong arm. And then he also has he has got that fake that fake tough guy thing. You know where you know <laughs> against the world. It's not even. It's not even genuine. It's not. He's he's not like Dak Prescott. Like Dak Prescott's like such a great leader for the Cowboys. Like Dak takes on the whole world. 
right? Yeah. Baker's got that thing where it's to me it's I don't know, it's kind of fake. I don't I don't buy it. I don't no, think he, anyone's following him. No, it's funny. He's like a little short Italian quarterback. And I don't remember the only, the only quarterback I remember Italian is Testaverde, and he was tall. He was a freak Italian. He was 6'4". Right? Yeah, I know. Five. He was a freak. Yeah. He was from, like, some other land where they, you know, where they had special well, olive Marino, oil or something. Dan Marino was 6'4 also. Oh, yeah, Marino. Marino yeah. was. Oh, yeah, he's probably the best Italian quarterback ever. Oh, for right? sure. He's the best oh, ever. Yeah, Joe so Montana. I don't, what do you mean? Joe Montana wasn't bad. It's like we talking about. Yeah, he wasn't Joe bad Montana either. Montana was like the best we ever saw until uh, until Tom Brady came around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Dad Simple's back. He's got another one before we leave this game here. I feel like Baker and the Browns are good, but nowhere close to the level of Baltimore and Cincy, who's on their tails. No, he's right. I mean. Fair. But he like, but he feels Baker's good. See, I disagree with that. I don't, I don't feel like, I, I don't know. I, Baker has good numbers. He's 60-something, 63% or 64% completion percentage. He's got six touchdowns, only three interceptions. His numbers aren't terrible, but he's not making plays at the end of the game when they need him the most, and he certainly can't connect with OBJ, with, with Beckham. He can't – him and Beckham are not on the same page. If Beckham's open, Baker misses him, or if Baker hits him in the hands, Beckham drops it. Like, both of them can't – they can't come through for each other, and they're a lousy combination – are they going so to get rid of Beckham, you think? I think so. I mean, so yeah. bad that Beckham just looks like a horrible fit there, you know? I, I don't I, know. I mean, but Baker Mayfield, you're right. Like, it's, again, the expectations. Of, I think I like the Browns because they're like the Vikings to me. You know, the expectations are always really high, and, 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 and then nothing ever really happens. Like, this year, they were supposed to win the AFC, possibly. And now it's like, I think I think I don't think Cincy, you know, that simple. I don't think Cincy really has is even – is really close to the Browns, but Baltimore is way head and shoulders above anyone in that division right now. Sleepy Lamar is, crushes all those Look, guys. And Baltimore, and Baltimore's had more injuries than almost every team in the league with the exception of the Giants. You know, Baltimore, Baltimore's overcome so many injuries. They lost all their running backs. They lost yep. two or three linemen. I, I don't know how they're doing it. They're, they're, they're killing people with just Lamar running around. Well, they were smart. They got those three guys. They had Murray. They got Freeman. And they got what's the straight from Pittsburgh? Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, the other Le'Veon day I watched a highlight on ESPN, the entertainment sports leader. And I watched um, a, a highlight. And they showed Freeman running one, Murray running one. Yeah, and Bell. Yeah. And then Bell run one. Well, I'm like, oh, my God, they're geniuses. They're saying, they're saying that teams are calling them trying to trade for one of them. Like – and they picked all three of them up off the waiver wire. They were all home on their couch when they picked them all up. So teams are calling. They want Freeman. They want Murray. You know, like they don't have a team when the when the Ravens picked them up. Well, the funny thing is, that's what I would I, I do in fantasy football. Like when I get when I get down near the end and I'm gonna make the playoffs, I um to cock block guys, I I, I just I look at who I'm gonna play or who's there, and then I just go and I I, I bring guys on the waiver wire. Just in case one of their guys gets hurt, I look at the, you know where they're weak, and I just put them on the bench. And one time I was playing this guy, and right before I played him, I took like all four of the rest running backs that were decent on the waiver wire, and and and, and he had one injury, and he had one guy that he was he had a handcuff that was in there, and then that guy wasn't doing good, and he actually sent me a private message. He goes, he goes, you know, this is kind of ridiculous. 
He goes, you took every running back that was worth anything on the waiver wire and put them on your bench. I said, it's not ridiculous. I said, it's strategy. <laughs> and I beat him. And I beat his, I beat his butt the next week. But you they would like, get mad at me because I would like do that. Belichick. So, You're Belichick. You're like Belichick in the fantasy league. Yeah, I'm like Belichick, but I I did what the Ravens did. The Ravens were smart to take those three guys. Now they're going to get something. They, what do they need? Two of them? They got to get rid of one of them. Yeah, and, unless they can get one of one of the running backs. Back. Uh oh, what happened? Where'd he go? Tommy T has left the room. That simple will be coming in soon. I have no idea what happened to that guy. He left. Tommy T has left the room. I'm sure he'll be back soon, weather permitting. Let me call him. I'm going to call him up right now for everybody out there. Let me give him a call. Where are you? I'm going to put him on speaker. Where are you? Hello? Hey. Google Chrome just rebooted. I don't know. I was, All right. It just disappeared. I saw him rebooting Google Chrome. Okay, and then come back in. Yeah, so just keep going. Yeah, and then we'll talk We'll talk thir- Thursday Night Football. Well, right now, I might just go to the Dodgers game. It's going to start in two minutes. I might just play the Dodger game and oh, then cool. and then wait for you to come back in. I want to watch the Dodgers. That's Dude, simple. Doogie. So are you still on Do- Doogie Hauser? Yeah. Go do Doogie Hauser. I'll jump right back in. Well, I, and then we'll we'll cool. jump in for Sunday Night Football. So Doogie Hauser, MD, okay. is our next segment. Tommy T is having Google problems, um, Google Chrome problems. He's rebooting right now. So Doogie Hauser, MD, um, Tommy, can you tell me? Did you have any um thing happen to you this week that was bad? They can hear yeah, you. Yeah. So yeah. So. Yeah, so I like the Browns in the under tonight. I I know, but what about in medically? I'm into the Doogie Hauser MD until you come back in. Did anything happen with your heart appointments? Did you have no, to go back? I'm, I'm no. The, the doctor he threw me out of the office and says that you're. Uh, <laughs> you're he said don't come back, which I told you I've never heard a doctor say that before. That's hilarious. Because they always they always need to do a follow up. So so right? he so he won't do one with you. He'll never see you again. He says he doesn't need to. Well, how does he know that? Yeah. <laughs> I know it is. It is a little. Uh, like yeah, how, a little how does he know. know that if 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 things get worse and he doesn't do a follow up like every at least four, five, six months? You know, well, I, I, have my, I have my regular doctor. So if anything, I mean, if anything happens again. You know, she could. You know, she could refer me. You know, I could go. I could also always go back to him too. Well, most recently with me, I had to take um, cholesterol pills, but I think the cholesterol test was wrong because the day before the cholesterol test, I had a, I had a, a over a pint of Ben and Jerry ice cream, and and and, uh, and alcohol. And I think I think. But how can you eat? You can still eat that kind of ice cream. Well, once in a while, I I treat myself like once every few months, and it just happened. I forgot I had the cholesterol test, and the night before I ate a lot of junk, like just crap, and the and the test results were through the roof. Hey, there you are. Yeah, and I'm in I'm in the right box too. Are you back? You're back. All right, you're back. Tommy T's back. Okay, so but so so anyway, so. I, I, Kim, I go, Kim, how can these cholesterol tests be right? 
There's no way I'm that bad. And she goes, there, you know, Barry, sometimes those things get thrown off. I go, by what? And she goes, well, you did, when did you, you remember you ate that big thing of ice cream with hot fudge and, and that marshmallow fluff and whipped cream and nuts? I go, yeah. She was, wasn't that right the day before? And I go, it was like, like, like within 10 hours. And she goes, that could have just been it. She goes, so the guy put me on the pill, the cholesterol pills, because he goes, man, I don't know what happened to you, but I haven't seen you since the pandemic. What pills are you on? What are they called? I don't know. I don't know what any of them are called. I can't pronounce any of them. They should just make the pill say cholesterol pill. It's, it says something like every pill, it's got these names. Like how about just blood pressure, heart, you know, like, the, the, you know, erectile or whatever. I mean, I just don't get it. Like it's, I don't even know what it is. I just take it. And I know the shape of it. So I got to go back. You can't pronounce any name, any name of the pill. That's funny. No, it's ridiculous. I have no idea what they are. They're generic. There's regular. My allergy pill, I don't even know what it is. Well, basically then, you know, old men in sweats, you you know, we we got obviously medical problems. We're getting up there in age. So you're basically giving everyone a heads up that if you're going to take any kind of blood test or any kind of, you know, checkup with the doctor, you don't want to eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And then you said you drank a bunch of alcohol too? That same oh, yeah. Night? I, was, I don't know. I was on a roll that night. A roll? Yeah, I was on a roll. <laughs> it's so and, late now you're eating. And then I, I looked at eating lasagna and you're drinking a Miller. You're drinking a beer, right? Yeah, and I'm drinking a Utica Club Pilsner. Oh, my from God. Our upstate Where did New you York, get Utica that? Club. Utica Club? Yeah, which so people send it to me from upstate New York. It's the first beer served after Prohibition for all you people out there that are beer drinkers. But but the thing was, too, I remember looking at my my other cholesterol test. That isn't true. The first, how do you know the first beer? Is that, is that their claim to fame, the first beer after yeah, Prohibition? So it's right there. First what? beer wait, served. Oh, shoot. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> How many how many times did we do that uh, tour in the Utica Club Brewery? Forever, because we just wanted to try to get free drinks. Well, no, they gave us the free case of beer at the end of the tour. I loved it. Guess how much a guess how much a um a case is of this? A case twenty four twelve ounce Utica Club fine Pilsner beer, first beer served after prohibition in the hotel Utica. Twenty dollars, fifteen bucks. So you have a case of that beer at your house. Mm Hmm. Wow, that's good. Because people from upstate New York send it to me. It's a very nice Pilsner. It's really smooth. Well, FX man. Great that you introduced this during the Doogie Hauser MD segment. That's excellent. Yeah, so so <laughs> I, I don't have a test tomorrow, a cholesterol test. So I, I know when when to really buckle down. And so I have to go back like next month. So I, I wrote down in my calendar on my iPhone, don't eat any ice cream or beer or anything and it says for like a whole week before but anyway let's move on do you, okay, do you so want let's me go to, let's go to the the new take right let's go to oh yeah let's take. go to tommy t take now this is tommy, gotta, t. Gotta, go tommy t take of course uh, you know the, the nba season tipped off uh the other night uh the lakers oh, lost their first game to golden state the lakers didn't look good at all no and, and the, i you know the lakers lost all seven or eight preseason games they got, <laughs> they got crushed Terrible. and then the first game like west, russell uh west westbrook he was terrible. My my son sent me a text saying that uh, Russ is building a house tonight, and I said, you know, I text back, "What does that mean?" And what do you mean? I said, "Are you saying that he's laying bricks?" And and Roman said, "Exactly." But Roman hates Westbrook, hates him. It's through the whole preseason. He's like, "Oh, we made a huge mistake. We shouldn't have got him." And I said, "It's only preseason. Like, you know, the games don't count. Like, give him some time." 
And he said, no, I'm not giving him any time. Like, Roman's not usually like that. He's like, no, he's, he's awful. We made a huge mistake. Come on. That, what do you that's, mean? But, but that's really not where my take lands this, this time. My take lands with the NBA. And one of the big stories with the NBA is the same thing as last year. We have Ben Simmons who doesn't want to play for the Sixers, but he's actually there. You know, either some kind of loitering, loitering around practice, but he's not practicing. <laughs> you know, you know. So, he's so loitering around practice. It seems like he's just loitering, like he's just I'm hanging around. Here. The coach threw him out. Like Doc Rivers threw him out of practice the other day, and they suspended him for the first game. You know, and even though I'm not a big fan of Ben Simmons, I, I never thought he was a great player. I don't know why they paid him so much money, and and he played terrible in the playoffs. But the coach did. He did hang him out to dry after they lost the playoffs at Atlanta. He totally hung him out to dry, regardless yeah. of whatever Doc Rivers says about Ben Simmons now or what he meant with that postgame interview, the press conference after they lost. Whatever he meant, you know, however it came out, Doc has no defense. He shouldn't have said it. He started this whole thing. And then Joel Embiid, like he backed him up. And he basically doubled down on what Doc Rivers said. And he said, the reason we lost is because we didn't, you know, we, we had a play at the basket. We ended up with one point and then we couldn't recover from that. So they hung out, they hung Ben Simmons out and Ben Simmons doesn't want to play there. But the problem with the NBA is every year now we have one of their stars or one of their superstars that shows up at camp or shows up for the beginning of the season and has already made it clear he doesn't want to play. Last year it happened with James Harden. The year before it's happened with Anthony Davis. It, it happened years ago with Carmelo. It happens all the time with these great players. They, they don't want to play in their cities. And so then there's this huge, I don't know, soap opera drama that goes on for weeks. Every day it's the same nonsense. Are they going to trade him? Philadelphia says we don't want to trade him. You know, and, and it's interesting because Daryl Morey is the he's the GM of the of the Sixers. He was the GM of the Rockets for years. One of the most overrated GMs I've ever seen. Like he's just he's just a horrible GM, but he gets this credit for being like the best in the business. He's never won anything. When with the Rockets, he would just trade for James Harden and get Russell Westbrook and he got Chris Paul. He would get all these guys that never played well together. And now he's in Philly. And he's completely botching the Philly situation. He's just an overrated GM. And so now he's saying that he's not going to trade Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons' camp is saying, we don't want to play there. So there's this standoff, right? And this is, happens every year with the NBA. It's not just about the games. It's always got to be this nonsense about this guy making $182 million or whatever it is, $170 million. He doesn't want to play there. It's like, who cares? Nobody cares. So 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 he he he's been loitering around Doc Rivers. Thank God it's Doc Rivers as a coach because he doesn't take any shit. And 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 they're gonna have a meeting tomorrow. Like, what's the meeting gonna be about? It, again, that that's why I'm doing this for the take. Yeah, well, that's, a meeting tomorrow. They haven't had a meeting like 20 times in the last two months. Of course, that that's news. They're having a meeting. So Doc Rivers is like Daryl Morey. He's so overrated. It's, it's terribly overrated. He did a terrible job with the with the Clippers. He never won any big games in the playoffs with the Clippers. Since he's been in Philly, he's done a terrible job with Philly. These two guys, Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers, they're like screwing everything up. So they're you're handling everything the wrong wait way. Wait a minute. So you're telling me they're screwing up that they should they should they should just get Simmons back in there. No, no, they're trying to get him back in there. That's why oh, they're screwing right. up. They started it. Doc Rivers started the whole thing last 
at the end of the season, last season, he started this whole thing by bad-mouthing Ben Simmons to the press immediately after the game. They should have just traded him. That you, you said you didn't like him. You said that he wasn't going to be the point guard to lead you to a championship. That's what you said. However, Doc Rivers is trying to twist his words around now. He said, oh, I, you know, they asked him, do you think Ben Simmons can lead you to a championship? And he said, right now, I don't know. I don't know if I can answer. I don't think, I don't think so. I don't know. Whatever he said. Then, then trade him. Don't say that. Don't let Joel Embiid say all the stuff that he's saying and then say, oh, we still want him. You know, no, we don't want to so, trade him. So do you think, though, they're trying to just take him back because they can't get him? No one wants a bite. Maybe no well, one wants this guy. It's people want a bite, but they're not they're not making any kind of offer that they feel fits his level of play. So they're not getting the packages that they want. Yeah, but what what do you mean level of play? Like that's hilarious too with this guy. It's like I would just what do you just take anyone like 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 any any guard and another guy? Like because at this point, I mean, what has he done? The guy's terrible. He's really he's not good. I I think I don't think he's a great player, but supposedly he's one of the best defensive players in the league. He's um yeah. you know, he's a great playmaker. I don't know. I, when I watch him play, he can't shoot. Remember we always talk about it with the jazz hands. He shoots. He like like he goes with one hand and which one wants to shoot? Do you want to shoot? You want to shoot? It's like it's yeah. like what are you what are you doing? He literally shoots like he doesn't know if he's left-handed or right-handed. He which drives know. me crazy like I'm, my blood pressure is going to go through the roof right now. Oh no. Oh man. No, so so listen. Oh, guess what just happened? Wait. The Braves hit a home run. Uh, a two wait, how many? A two wait. Oh no. Two run home run. Yeah, the, the Dodgers. Yeah, that's all it's over. Gosh, gosh. Oh, okay, anyway. Yeah, the first two depressed. guys get the first two guys. This is terrible. Depressed. Who is that? That's Freddie Freeman. He's the best yeah. player on the team. Oh man. Anyway, so so, but Ben Ben Simmons, like like, I'm gonna ask you, your son. Your son hates Russell Westbrook. Does he hate? Does he think Ben Simmons is better? No, he doesn't think Ben. He thinks Ben Simmons is no good. See, the other thing is this: if you're listening to our take right now, the Tommy T take, you you may think that we're playing both sides of the fence because we don't like Ben Simmons and I don't like Doc Rivers and 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 Daryl Morey. I think they're all like a bunch of idiots they're all whatever like i we i don't the point is i don't care where ben simmons plays i don't care if he's in philly or i don't care if he's in portland it doesn't make any difference to me and even if i was a fan of philly by now i'd be like all right just trade the guy like just get him out of here i mean i don't care bring in you know send him to you know, send him to Golden State and bring in one of those backup guards or, or send him to Indiana and bring in Malcolm Brogdon, whatever. Just trade him. Just get rid of him and get us another guy. It doesn't even matter because here's the thing. Philly's not going to get fair value for Ben Simmons. It's not going to happen because Philly caused this. Philly mm -hmm. started this. Doc Rivers started this. So you get what you you get what you say. You get what you say for. You know, you get what you pay for. You get what you say for. If if you're gonna if you're gonna walk into a press conference after you lose and say, I don't know if we can win with Ben Simmons, well, that's what you get. Like these are temperamental. The other thing is the NBA players are so temperamental mm -hmm. and they have so much power, and they're young guys that have everything always handed to them. So Ben Simmons is like, no, I ain't playing there no more. I ain't gone. No. I'm not playing. It's so stupid. They created a monster by giving that guy that gigantic contract. And I'm, I'm sorry, but I still can't believe we're going to move on. But I cannot believe a guy can make that much money 
and be in the NBA and he can't shoot. I could play defense too if I was what he's six ten, six nine. Yeah, I could like play something like that. Six nine, six ten. I mean, he's a great God. athlete. Yeah, whatever. But he he's can't. Not, he's not any good. <laughs> he's, no, not, he's not. He's not good. He, he stunk in the playoffs last year. They got beat by Atlanta. He's not. He's not any good. I'll take Russell Westbrook all day. All day at 80 years old. Yeah, I don't know. Compared to that guy. But anyway, let's see what happens tomorrow at the meeting. We'll report next week. We're going to have our new NBA segment called Ballers. And we're going to – we'll report next week on the Ben Simmons, see if anything really happens at this meeting okay. Friday. Right. I mean, I don't even understand what's going to happen. But anyway, let's go now to Costanza Cash. We're watching the Dodgers. And right now, me and you are behind – because we had the Dodgers minus the 135, but the over is looking good. So if the Dodgers don't come through, we'll probably split. I don't know what the in-games bets are right now, but right now I'm so occupied. Look, it's Kelly. Kelly doesn't look good. He's out. Oh, my gosh. Oh, hey, wait a minute. Hang on. God, they barely got the guy at first base. He almost beat it out. Guy's like I got a piano on his back. Okay, anyway, let's go. Let's go. And, and we're gonna we got the um the Browns are starting like any second now here. But Costanza Cash, okay. So you people that don't understand Costanza Cash, you're like, what does that mean, Costanza Cash? Every week we make our picks old men and sweats, and then we tell you you can either go with old men and sweats or you can go opposite of George Costanza, the George Costanza world. We've been pretty hot. So last week I think I was five and three. That's good. Yeah. I, I think I was one and two last week. Yeah, I got you, screwed by the Patriots. They yeah, had the that Patriots game. screwed you. You would have been two and one. I think you had the Colts, the Patriots, and the Giants. The Giants. Did you, the, did you take the Giants? I, I I probably did. I thought they were going to have a bounce back game. I don't yeah. know. Wow. Yeah. That was probably your worst pick of yeah. forever. Like well, even as a little kid going down to the Galliano Club in Rome, New York. And go and see in the, the bookie in the you back. Better get ready because I might take the Giants again this week against the Carolina Panthers. All right. So this 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 episode here of Costanza Cash is brought to you by DraftKings. And remember to go download the DraftKings app and use the promo code OMIS, cap lock it, so it's all caps. And so Tommy T, okay, let's go. Give me your 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 little picture here. You're a little low yeah, down. So my, my picks are I'm taking Denver in the under tonight. They just had the kickoff. So I'd be okay. taking Denver in the under tonight. Obviously, you Wait, can't let me write pick this down game. so I remember. You can't You're pick taking that Denver game. plus the point and a half. Yeah. And I'm I'm gonna take Washington football team in Green Bay plus seven and a half. Okay. That's gonna be a tight game. Washington's okay. been playing lousy ball. They gotta step up. They 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 their this their season is is hanging on on the brink right now. If they lose to Green Bay. And then they got Tampa Bay coming up. There's a chance that this team's going to be two and six. They're they desperate for a win, so they're going to play their best game this week. And uh, and you know I don't you know I don't know about Green Bay. Green Bay. So those are your three picks. That's What's it? that? Those are your three picks. You no, do no I'm going to take. So I'm taking uh, I'm taking Ooh. Washington plus the points over Green Bay. I'm taking KC plus four and a half over Tennessee. They're, they're minus. KC minus four and a half. Yeah. No, I don't like that. No, 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 no. Yeah, see, now that you changed your mind on it. The Chiefs are minus four and a half away. Away. That game's a weird line, too. I looked at that. I go, Titans played awesome Monday. They beat the Bills. The Chiefs are still hot and cold. How can they be? They're basically a seven and a half point favorite. How? Well, because the reason, I I don't know how, because they're not going to tackle Derrick Henry. I mean, that guy. Did you see that 76-yard touchdown run? 
on Monday Night Football. He was like shot of a cannon. I can't believe it. He went through the line. He left. He left the uh, the, the the safety. The safety <laughs> guy in the air. I mean, this guy's two hundred fifty five pounds, and he's, he's running like, like back. it's amazing. He's like yeah. running like Tyreek Hill, and he's two hundred seventy pounds. He's so good. He's so good. He's ridiculous. So, so what do you? So, so what do you think now? You you don't like that game now? No, I don't See, like that game. I, got I, in like, there. I like ten, I I I like Tennessee to win a tight game. So no, I don't like that game. No, I and I don't like that game. But New England's going to bounce back and blow out the Jets. They're going to kill the Jets. All right, you're going to so so Kelly's out already in the bottom of the first inning. He I think he hurt himself, and he's two outs. Bottom of the first two zero. He's leaving. Why do all these pitchers wear glasses? Everyone's got eyeglasses. <laughs> like, is it, no wonder they're not doing I, well. I, I think I think your under's in trouble. Uh, the, Cleveland's got the ball. They uh, Case Keenum threw like a thirty or forty yard pass, first play of the game, and now they're inside the ten. Look at they're going right in there. Oh my God, they're inside a five. It's gonna be seven zero final. Seven zero, like two minutes left. The two minutes yeah, gone. Be, in the game. No, it'll be seven zero final. Everything's gonna be a little wide and paint oh, dry. Oh, seven zero final. I like that. You're confident. Yeah. I love that. So, 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 update. Joe, Joe Kelly, is out. Only he only pitched two of a two two of a third, two thirds of an inning. Yeah. Two zero, and so he he walked out like something was wrong with him. But I think some of these guys like well, that might have been designed. It's a, it's a it's a it's a bullpen game, so he's going to use ten pitchers today. Maybe, so maybe he can't see the strike zone with those glasses. No, on. he's fine. So my third pick is the Raiders over the Eagles. Uh, the yeah, Raiders we had that. minus three. I got the you Raiders. You got the Raiders, and, and you I had the Washington. Over. I got New England. Those are my three picks. And New England, what's New England's line? Minus seven. All right, New England. Wow, that's you're going to do a bounce back on New England minus seven. You already picked the Raiders in the Raider wrap up and the over. Now you got New England. That's three picks. You got Washington plus seven and a half. You got Denver right now plus one and a half. One and a half and the under. Already you're looking not good on those two games. No, I think Denver's going to lose this game seven to six. I think we're good. All right. So here now here I come. Beep, 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 back up the Brinks truck. It's Barry D's big 18 parlay picks. Take these picks and flat bet them, 14 parlay, 18 bar parlay. Go to your piggy bank, break it open, and, again, go to the DraftKings, download the app, use the promo code OMIS. So get your pens and papers out there, all you sweaties. Here we go. Chiefs money line. Chiefs money line. Chiefs over. The Rams minus like two TDs. It doesn't even matter. And the over, I'm actually laying the points on the Rams. You're giving the up 16, 16 points? Whatever. It doesn't okay. matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. The Cardinals, who are favored by like the length of the 405 freeway, I'm going to take the Cardinals. I think they're minus 17 or something. I'm taking that. I'm laying the points. I know this sounds crazy, everyone out there, but you would think these lines are too big. They're not too big. Do no. not be scared. And remember, if you're scared, you take the over. And you're probably, maybe it will hedge it for you and then in flat bets, and then you got it in the parlay. But I swear, I think these heavy, heavy lines, there's a lot of unbelievable blowout mismatches this week. It's like crazy. So – Cardinals minus the points, the over. And then I'm going to go with my buddy. 
Oh, yeah. You like Brady, too, right? I'm going with, look, see, he, he's got a, Tommy, it's Tom Brady. Hi, Tommy, how are you? What is Tom that? Tom Brady T-Bold? here. What is that, T-Bold 12? Uh, I got a tattoo for in honor of you, TB Old 12. <laughs> Not TB 12 anymore, it's TB Old 12. <laughs> so I just wanted to come on quickly and say hello. You're my favorite journalist and procrastinator. And I, are you going to take me this week? Yeah, uh, well, no, who are you playing? Are you, who you got this week? Are you, you you're playing the Bears? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, no, listen, 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 TB old 12. Listen, please, this week, I don't know what happened last year, but you forgot what down it was. And we've never seen you out of sync in the last two minutes of a game. We've never seen you like that where where you just forgot the down. And last year you were coming back against the Bears and you thought it was third down, but it was actually fourth down. And so you, you lost the game and you're like, well, wait a minute, that was only third down, which we love. The, one of the things that we love about you is your humility. So a lot of people, they think that you're arrogant. I think that you, you're, very, you're very humble. I think that you're humble. Your humility is genuine. And we love that when you forgot what down it was last year, that you just laughed at yourself right there on the field, which again, we appreciate that. It makes us, you know, because everybody makes mistakes on their job. That's, you know, that goes without saying. And and you made a mistake and you just laughed and said, oh, I blew that one. And well, you- Tommy, Tommy, I'm going to tell you something about life. It's easy to laugh at yourself when you're as good looking as me, a millionaire, and have a hot wife who's even a millionaire. It's so easy. <laughs> so, it's so easy. So, so TB12, so what you're saying is, basically what you're saying is if you're like a like an overweight plumber in Cleveland, you know, with a, a wife who is equally as overweight as you and you guys are just pleasantly plumped together – and uh, you know you're struggling financially just to just to make ends meet. You're saying that that guy can't laugh at himself as easily as you. Well, he could laugh. It's just easier for me. My life is so beautiful, and when your life's tough, it's hard to laugh. But you know, if you're a jolly old fat guy with a a nice uh, woman that he loves, and he's in lives in Cleveland, and Maybe he likes just you know going down and getting some chicken wings and hanging out. You know, I guess he could laugh at himself as as easy as I can. But I just I I just laugh everything off because I am TB old twelve, and I don't care what anyone says about me. But Tommy, I really came on Costanza Cash to wonder if you were going to take me to this pick this week. You never take me, and I see that you didn't take me. I don't understand. Yeah, I, I, you know, I may have missed that. I may have missed that. You know, you're given. I know that you're giving the Bears twelve and a half. And you know what? You know what? You, I'm going to make it a fourteen parlay. You convinced me. I'm going to go. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. I'm going to make it a fourteen parlay. So, you know, instead of winning, um, instead of winning my my usual a thousand dollars this week, I'm going to win the two thousand. I'm going to I'm going to bump it up to a fourteen parlay. So thank you, TB. You you thank convinced- you, Tommy. I need to go now. Giselle's waiting for me in a negligee in one of our fifty rooms in our mansion. I'll see you later. Thank you, Tommy T. All right.
Thank you for being so humble with your he, he's he's humble, but not really. I mean, but I, I like him, I like his confidence, and that's why my last pick. I'm so glad you jumped on the bandwagon here. You're crazy not to bet with this guy. TB old 12. He knows what he's doing. I'm taking the bucks. Oh, the egg beater went off. I'm taking the bucks minus what is it, 12? 12 and a half. And the over, but remember this, people, as these lines change when you take them, if there's a half a point minus on the Rams, Cards, or Bucks, buy the half a point, still take the favorite, the Rams, Cards, and Bucks. The Chiefs take the money line and all the overs. And I tell you, if you take all this, go to DraftKings, download the app, use the code OMIS, all capital letters, make sure the cap's locked like us old people do, you're going to win big, big cash with Barry D's Back up, beep, 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 the Brinks ch- truck, Costanza bets. And Tommy, I think, is really hot today. I love his picks. Can we just review yours really quick again? Yes. Denver plus a point and a half. Yes, even Denver though they're losing 7-0. I like Washington plus 7.5 in Green Bay. I love New England minus 7 at home against the Jets. Right? I got Tampa Bay minus 12.5 at home against the Bears. And Brady will not forget what down it is. He's not even going to have to go to fourth down. No, and then I and I like the Raiders minus three against the Eagles. I like the Raiders to repeat another good performance that they had last week. But also, you like the Raiders over too, don't you? Yes, I like the Raiders over. Yeah, Definitely. Like so you got a lot of picks this week. Yeah. Usually, you're three team Tommy. Yeah, Usually, no, you're I'm, three team Tommy. I'm six. So now, I'm six. Now you're like six team Tommy. Yeah. Right. Which is which is fantastic. You know what? Yeah. Now there was one more bet I wanted to place because the NBA is 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 started and there's a game tonight that I wanted to give insight on for these people here. It's Golden State and the Clippers. Golden yeah. State's home. The line is. I thought I had the line. So ready. It's. I think it's a low, it's a low line for Golden State. Yeah, I think it's like three points. It's got to be three points. So tonight's our, this is our first NBA pick ever, and it is Golden State minus three and a half and yeah. two twenty nine. Two twenty nine. Yeah. What do you think? We got to yeah, we got to place like, an NBA. I like Golden back. State minus the points, and I like the over. I think yeah. the final score is going to be one twenty nine to one twenty. One twenty nine. 120. Tommy T is saying tonight's NBA action on TNT, the Chuckster and Shaq and Kenny Smith doing the pregame there. Um, Tommy T is going to take Golden State minus three and a half and 229 over. He says the score is Golden State 129-120. I agree with Tommy on our first NBA selection ever. Again, go to DraftKings, download the app, promo OMIS. I like Golden State, but I don't like points in the NBA. No, I like I like I, I get nervous because the runs back and forth, back yeah, and forth. And you hate that. You hate that garbage three pointer, right? Yeah, I can't. It, it gives me a heart attack. So yeah. I'm going to take the money line is minus one seventy. I'm going to lay the one seventy, take Golden State, and I'm going to take the over two twenty nine. That wraps that up. I believe that's it. And the only thing we have left is just. If there's any final sweaty thoughts, it was a good show. Do you have any final sweaty thoughts on our first show where we made actual selections for our DraftKings promo? I think it's great. I, well, my final thoughts are I think you've done an excellent job with all the promos and running this. You're, you're producing this show, and, and you're starring in the show together simultaneously. So for you, it's a simulcast. I think you do great with that. And then, of course, you know you, th- that's why you have to eat and drink on the show. 
because you're doing so much prep work for this show. And then when you're on the show, you're running both, you're running it from both ends. So a fantastic job. And, um, you know, and I, you know, I just think that, you know, and I, I think the one thing that comes from this show more than anything this week is our picks are our picks. You know, we, 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 we stand by our picks, but we always say, if you want to win money, don't pick our teams. But the other thing is this, I think the most important message of the show today was that don't eat a pint of ice cream and drink some like Utica club beers before you have your <laughs> cholesterol exam. That's really the big thing. And you know what? I, I can't even add any more to that, Tommy. I can't add anything. That actually was my final thought. Okay. Be healthy. All you sweaties out there, remember, go check us out on social media. Go go subscribe to us on YouTube. Watch our show live every, every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube and go to Instagram, Twitter and all that. Follow us, like us, check out our little, our little antidotes. And, 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 and remember this, all you people out there that are taking our picks tonight and all you people that are going to use Costanza, the Costanza way and all you people out there, old and young that in the world of sports, remember this about old men and sweats. We won't try harder next time. So don't even try. Yeah. So they, they don't, don't even try. Don't even try. Okay, everyone, take care. I got my little flag, my PTI flag, our, our dad's PTI, Tony K, Will Bond. This is us. We, we, we take care of everybody. We're going to go watch the rest of the Dodgers, rest oh, of the Browns, Broncos. Great job, buddy. Adios, everybody. Great job. Excellent work, buddy. Later, buddy. I'll see you. All righty. All right. Adios. Man. Here we go. Can you hear me? I got a, uh, I got a new a recording right now. I wanted to make sure. Wait. Three, two, one. Can you hear me? Yeah, everybody. Yeah. And you guys are styling, smiling, profiling. Oh, yeah.